When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. A Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, we are back. It's 2023. We've been back to the cinema. Cannot wait to tell you all about it. Uh, I am Adam, as you will know if you've listened to previous episodes. If you're just joining us, if you found a new podcast in 2023, thank you for joining us. And we sure we will not let you down. As uh, Well, I say that on behalf of myself. can't speak on behalf of my co-host. But let's introduce him anyway. Don't speak for me, bruv. What? Don't speak for me. I'm guaranteed <laughs> to let you down. <laughs> I don't yeah. need that kind of type of pressure. <laughs> I will fall apart. Anyway, he's cut his, his own introduction short. Mr. Cutney John. <laughs> How you doing? You alright? Not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Back to work. Back to normality. Christmas has gone. It's been wiped from the house. Like, it never happened except for my bank account. Ah, yes, indeed. And we do need to mention, actually... Uh, we we were due to record last week. Um, we had a cinema booked. Uh, we were ready to go, and then unfortunately, Cotney John had a puncture in his tire, uh, which you know cost us uh, cost us an episode. But it's okay because we made up for it this week. Um, but one other big event happened, and obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you listen to my other one, uh, the two Mr. P's with my brother, you may know that. Last week, the co-host of this podcast, not me, certain Mr. Cotney John, and I can see his face now, he's not happy. where you're going. <laughs> he celebrated a big birthday. Um, yeah, so on behalf of all one. of Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast listeners, I want to wish you a massive happy birthday, Cotney John. Do you want to tell yeah. all the listeners, everyone who's listening across the world, um, how old you turned? No. <laughs> um, it was it was it was the one. It was the one. The official I think it's pretty much the officially accepted middle age of 40. Life has begun. Let's put life it that has, way. Yeah, life has begun as people say, yeah. Life the has big... begun with uh, big bad bad back and uh Yeah. The, uh, and you were telling me when you dad you, piss in the morning. You've been here. Uh, <laughs> So he turned 40. I'm going to just throw it out there. I'm not going to let him get away with it. Um, And and some of you may be thinking if you've seen clips, no way, was he not 40 on those clips? No, he wasn't. He was still in his 30s. (laughs) Um, But 
You were saying to me the other day, weren't you, uh, when we went to the pictures, and we will get onto that shortly, uh, about how you, 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 you're finding the greys are coming yeah. thick and fast. I mean, the beard has, over the past year, the beard has ter- gone from sort of brownie black to grey in the space of a year. There were a few, like, stray greys coming through last year, but it, like... In this year, it's just completely, it's like a badger now. And then it's, you know, the sideburns, they're slowly creeping up the sideburns now. You are going to so be a full <laughs> silver fox before you yeah, know it. Yeah, mate. Clooney, right, so it's watch coming out. It's coming off. It, yeah, I'm doing a Clooney. I'm doing a Clooney. Clooney? Doing a Clooney <laughs> when... Uh, hey, guys, I'm doing hey a guys. Clooney. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when, when the grey comes through, I'm not dying it or nothing. I'm going to go gracefully, but I'm going to cut it short. You know, because <laughs> I'm gonna go gracefully, you're not dying. Your hair's <laughs> yeah. Um brilliant. So no, we do wish you massive happy returns Thank and I you, am man. treating you for your birthday tomorrow, aren't I? We're going yeah. out but uh, Christ, to see no. one of your favourite comedians tomorrow, which I'm sure we'll uh, touch upon on next week's episode, where we will be bringing you uh, Adam and Courtney John's big movie review of Babylon. Uh we're both very yes. excited about that. Um, obviously Brad Pitt again, anything he's in, we will bring it to you. Uh, it's, you know, the thing is, I, do you know how long it is? I I told you, didn't I? It's like three hours, isn't it? It's over three hours long. Now at the point where we're back at work, got young children, I was a bit like, oh man, three hours, that's tough. But then I remember, then I remembered that Margot Robbie's in it. So three hours, (laughs) sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be three hours with a semi, brothers. <laughs> Not you're sat be, next to you, you you're absolute gonna be weak. Goat. You're going to be weak by the time we leave the cinema. By the way, I meant to tell you, um, now you're 40, those semis become quarters, brother. Um, <laughs> oh, that's already happened, bruv. <laughs> anyway, let's not dwell on this because people will be switching it off. Um <laughs> Before we get to our movie review this week, uh, I'm just going to bring you a couple of quick little uh, reviews of my own. Uh, Over the festive period, I went to the cinema a couple of times. Um, Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the reviews from the people who I went with, and I will Mm. make sure that if that happens again, we will bring it to you. But I do know what they thought. I'll start off by Avatar, The Way of Water. Obviously, we've touched upon this on the previous episode that Cotney John... He's not really an Avatar fan. Three and a half hours did not float Cockney John's boat. Um, So I took, believe it or not, I was desperate to go. I would have gone with my dad, uh, but my dad had a knee replacement. So he's he's not on the cinema uh, rotor at the moment. Uh, So my little girl had an extra day off. Uh, her, Her school didn't go back. So I said to, Isla's actually watched. So my six year old daughter's actually watched the first Avatar on Disney Plus. Really? And uh, yeah, yeah, she watched it kind of in, in sitting. In, like she'd in, watch half yeah. an hour here, half an hour there where she's not even really watching it. But she claimed she really liked it. So I said, oh, mm. do you want to go and see, you know, the second one? So we went and uh, my quick review, I'm giving it solid three and a half Harry Stampers. Really enjoyed it. Um, mm. Three and a half, it might be a bit harsh that. Might be, might go four. No, I'll About go three it. and a half. Um, it it was really really enjoyable. Uh, obviously visually stunning. Yeah. Um, the story, you know, yeah, mm, yeah. Maybe that's Smurfs why it again? lost. 
maybe that's why it lost a little bit. Um, and and then I would say that even though it was visually stunning and I loved it, and I went to watch it in three D, and my daughter loved it as well. She mm. she buzzed off it, um, but it was like achy backside. You felt that it was a long. It film. was just it was just that tad. I think it would have got a solid four and a half if it was just an hour shorter. Right, um, yeah, yeah. But I can't be that down because I did really enjoy it and I highly, highly recommend going to watch it on the big screen. Uh, so there you go, Avatar The Way of Water. If you've not seen it yet, definitely go, but make sure you go at a sensible time. Um, you know, I'd say any time before uh, six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then secondly, uh, my nana, God bless her, Nana Maureen turned 90 on a Christmas day. So for her birthday, I booked for her and my mum to go and watch the new Whitney Houston biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Uh, so mm. me, Nana Maureen, and my mum went to the pictures to watch uh, the Whitney biopic. And I am giving it a solid four Harry Stampers. Really, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the the girl who played, let me find a name because I don't want to do uh, Miss Justice here, uh, the girl who played Whitney Houston. Miss Justice, w- that the new Marvel superhero. <laughs> is that the right? Is that the wrong? Is that the wrong expression? Injustice. You don't want to do her an injustice. Oh, an injustice. Why? What's yeah. Miss Justice? Is that not a word? Well, I mean, like I said, it sounds like a superhero. It's not a word. No. Okay. Cool. Well, <laughs> Naomi Aki. Uh, obviously, there's no injustice there. Uh, she plays Whitney Houston, and she absolutely smashed it out of the park. Uh, Stanley. Mm. Tucci, who I absolutely love as well. He plays Clive Davis. Um, It's heartbreaking. It's, I mean, listen, I was a a massive Whitney Houston fan. I know I don't give off, you know, an 18 stone, you know, guy who loves his sport, who used to play rugby, used to play football, doesn't really give off Whitney Houston vibes, but uh, I was a massive Whitney fan. And since that film, actually, uh, I've been getting my son to sleep by listening to you know Whitney ballads oh, yeah. so it's been it's been nice but and my mum and my nana absolutely loved it we had a great great time yeah. but I am going to just give you this really quick before we get into our review uh, of this latest release this week we sat there in the in the cinema uh, me and my mum and my nana were outside just you know near the popcorn store sat at like a little cafe and I said to my mum and nana I said right my treat what drink do you want and uh, my nana said, I'll have a cappuccino. My mum was like, yeah, I'll have a cappuccino as well. So I went up to the popcorn stand, bought two cappuccinos. They gave me the cup and the little wooden stirrer. And then I went over to the machine and had to make it myself. You know, clicked cappuccino, fills up, lid on, stirrer in. Next one, repeat. And then I walk over. And my nana's there, waxing lyrical. Oh, look at him. Oh, what a lovely, lovely <laughs> lad. What a lovely Gold, lad. Oh, golden balls there, getting yeah, the cappuccinos. So I give him both the cappuccinos and I sit down, right? About 10 seconds later, I just hear my mum go, Mum, what are you doing? Obviously to my nana. And I turn round and my nana is going blue in the face, trying to suck her stirrer, thinking it's a straw. <laughs> It was honestly, I was crying, crying, (laughs) laughing. She literally was like, like her face was shaking. And she was like, I thought it was a bloody straw. Um, Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, highly recommend I Want to Dance with Somebody. I recommended it to loads of people at my work. They've been to see it. If you were 
you know, if you like Whitney Houston's music, if you liked Whitney Houston's legacy, go and watch mm. it because it's brilliant. It's very Bohemian Rhapsody. I know it's uh, written by the same person. It, it's very is Bohemian it Rhapsody vibe. Gloss is over. Yeah, well, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. What one thing I liked about the Whitney Houston biopic was it obviously shown the trouble. It, it mm. didn't go. It didn't delve that deep into the relationship with Bobby Brown. It 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 treated her death as tragic but didn't dramatize it hollywood kind of vibes it yeah. was just it was very respectful and it just basically right, yeah. focused on a one in a million voice which is what yeah. she had wasn't it so yeah. um yeah two films there that i highly recommend that are out now but another film that is out now hang on are we doing the uh Sorry, are we not? Are we not doing the filming? That's after one the, sentence. That's the after the first review, sentence. man. Have oh, you lost? It? Have you lost your your appetite for the pod? Have you lost the the tracking? <laughs> it's been a while, bro. It's, it's been, been, a while. been a while. If you want it, I'll give it. Um, so we went to the cinema the other day uh, for the for the brand new release, the horror sci-fi movie Megan. Or if you don't know what that looks like, it's M3 GAN. Uh, but it's actually just <laughs> Megan. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis now. So Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence, a lifelike doll that's programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by Gemma, a brilliant roboticist, Megan can listen, <laughs> watch and learn as it plays the role of a friend and teacher, playmate and protector. When Gemma becomes an unexpected caretaker of her eight-year-old niece, she decides to give the girl a Megan prototype, a decision that leads to unimaginable consequences. Um, now, you may have seen that Megan has been getting a lot of buzz online, loads of people talking about it. If you actually look at the scores... Uh, you know, it's got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a huge score. Uh, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, which is solid. A uh, lot of buzz about it on the socials. I know that, like, Lad Bible was putting, like, oh, this is, it's been rated 100%, like, when it first came out. Um, so, we went to see it. Now, let's just talk through a couple of things before we went to see it, Cockney John, and I'll hit you. Mm. Uh, I'll go straight over to you for the review. Um, you may know working at Odeon, and I've said this a million times, you, you, when you work at Odeon, <laughs> you know what's I'm going, don't yeah. you? I, I still can't get over it. I cannot nah, get over nah, this, guys. Nah. You work at Odeon, you have a name badge <clears throat> with your favourite film underneath your name. <laughs> now, I worked at Odeon for a short space of time, and if you know, you know, my badge said Adam Armageddon. Okay, my favourite film, Armageddon. As you also, your wrestler name. And it's a great name in general. I mean, what a name. Adam Armageddon. Now, the guy who served us was called Luke. And Luke's favourite film was Zodiac. Okay? Not a problem. Good film. Good film. Good film. Yeah. Yeah, he likes it. Fair play, Luke. Good effort. Now, Laura, who also worked (laughs) at Odeon, came over for some sweet popcorn. Now... I always look at the badges. I don't care because I just love to see what people have. And you see the same ones over and over, don't you? You see the Harry Potters, you see the Godfather yeah. and all this jazz. Godfather's a big one. You see a lot of them. Yeah. 
So this girl comes over and under her name <laughs> was the movie Norbit. <laughs> now, if you don't know what Norbit is, it's an Eddie Murphy comedy <laughs> where he plays multiple characters. It's not and a basically, <laughs> it nearly buried Eddie Murphy. Uh, in fact, it's widely known that um, Norbit cost Eddie Murphy an Oscar. <laughs> he was due to win an Oscar for his great performance in Dreamgirls, but he released Norbit, and that basically, <laughs> they were like, we cannot reward this guy. Um, and I just, I, a part of me kind of regrets not asking, Question like, is that a, a joke? Yeah. Please tell me you've done that as a joke. Like, I, I, how many Odeon workers there are, nobody else has surely got Norbit. It, surely not. I mean, you'd be John Grease, wouldn't you? Mm. Which, to be fair, kind of goes with the way you're looking at the minute. Uh, <laughs> mate, it's, it's the 40-year-old post-Christmas look. Yeah, John, the 40-year-old virgin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we got into the cinema and unbelievably, what night did we go? Sunday night, wasn't it? Sunday, yeah. Sunday yeah. night. Uh, it was well, a six wing o'clock. stop, though. Went Six o'clock show, yeah, we went wing stop, a little bit of birthday food for old Cockney Great John. Place. Beautiful food, beautiful chicken. If you get a chance to go to wing stop, definitely check it out. And if anyone who is associated with wing stop somehow stumbles upon this, please sponsor us. We will accept chicken in the post. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then we went to a six o'clock showing on a Sunday and it was packed, wasn't it? It was yeah, well busy. Rammed. Um, you I got your seat, the wrong wrong. seat. <laughs> Twice. Cockney John (laughs) sat in seat 14 and then a woman came to the back of the screen and went, I'm in seat 14. And then Cockney John got his phone out and went, oh, they've sold two of the same seat. And then the woman was just like, "Uh, no, you're on like row 14. Or was it screen 14? No, screen 14. Screen 14. (laughs) What an absolute shocker you had there. Uh, so then, obviously, it was film time. So I'm going to throw it over to my good friend, Cotney John. Uh, Megan, does it live up to the hype? No. <laughs> I knew it was coming. No. I was, I was putting out. When, I was putting it out there. When they said, uh, what is it, unimaginable consequences, it was the most predictable film I've seen I I think I've ever seen it's now I I was thinking about it because obviously I came out just like what a waste of time that was and so I've been doing a bit of research about it now the first thing in America it's a PG-13 it's not a 15 really so yeah it's made for kids right so that was the first thing Second thing is, we're of an age now where we've seen all the classics and we've seen AI films done a thousand different ways. Yeah. This just didn't bring anything new to the table whatsoever. It was a really bad... You know, the basic story was Terminator. Um, You know, someone creates an AI and then the AI has to destroy its creator. Yeah. Um. There were no jump scares. There was nothing scary. The most interesting bit, and I can't believe it's the bit that stuck with me, is where Megan, the doll, describes what condensation is to the daughter. 
Now, that's the only bit I can remember is a <laughs> sentence about condensation. That's it. That's it. Nothing else stuck with me. And I've been watching all, I've seen a few, you sent me a thing of people cheering when she does the dance. When she did the dance, I was just like, well, you know, I'd, I'd genuinely rather watch Harry Styles do his stupid dancing, not now, darling, whatever it was Don't called. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. It was, oh, God, it was appalling. If, if you're, you know, maybe for 14-year-olds, it's a good film and might be a little bit freaky. But if you've seen anything, you know, we, we grew up on Scream. Um, even the Blair Witch Project was better than this. Mm. And I mean, that had 30 seconds of interest, at least. You know, <laughs> yeah. Megan had 15 and it was about condensation. No, absolute <laughs> crap. Right, so uh, rating Little Girl's first, Good Actor. Little Girl's Good Actor. Sandy's of 2023. Now, it's... It's a weird one because I gave Don't Worry Darling one. And I always think, you know, they should get something because they made a film. They yeah. did make a film. Um, oh, half. Half a Sunday, yeah? Half a Sunday. Just because they made a film. Fair like, play. But, and I'm sure that it. all, I mean, you know, that when you when you stay for the credits and there's thousands of names, I'm sure... They will be really glad that they didn't get zero Sandys from a 40-year-old man called I, d- I mean, if I worked on it, I'd have given a fake name. Like, it's... you, you sort of think, Yeah, Courtney Jeff. You think like, you think like uh, Kevin Smith made clerks on, what, $25,000, $30,000? And made an absolute cinematic masterpiece, one of a kind. You know, yeah. how much they spent on making Megan. And it's to just, be fair... And it's, just to 10 other fair, films that I've um, already seen done better. Yeah. No, I think you're completely right. I will say this one thing, though. I actually... The budget of Megan did surprise mm. me because I thought it was going to be um, a lot more. It was made for $12 million. Now, in today's money... Oh, right. That's not... $12 million's not that bad. So, yeah. when I looked at that, uh, I have to be absolutely honest with you. So, I'll give you my take now. Um... I wasn't up for this film, saw the trailer, didn't do anything for me. These types of films are not really my bag. Uh, But obviously, being a committed movie reviewer, as we both are, uh, we went and we gave up our time. (laughs) Time will never get back. And this guy's 40 years of age. Um, (laughs) He's thinking that's sad. He was so much more grey when he came out of Megan. It was insane. Um, But yeah, I could, you know, I pretty much agree with absolutely everything you said there. I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. I was actually excited. The fact that I wasn't up for it, it was a nice change of being like so up for something and being disappointed. I thought the only way is up here. Like it it can do something where I'll be like, do you know what? That was pretty sick or that was pretty funny. It didn't do that. It didn't excite <laughs> me. Like you said, there was no jumps. It wasn't scary. It wasn't funny. It was, it was, it felt to me just a bit lazy. It was a bit like they were going through the motions and yeah, yeah they had this doll and yeah, it was like, oh yeah, that's a pretty kind of, and I actually don't, I know it, they did take a lot of things from different movies. Like you mentioned the Terminator and all this other stuff, but they just, and I didn't mind the premise of the film. I thought like child's play. Yeah. I thought like, you know, Chucky vibes. It just, for me, 
I sat there and I was checking my iWatch like I've never checked it before. <laughs> and I was thinking, this is dreadful. And there was so many parts of the movie where I was like, oh, for God's sake. Like when I turned to you and I was going, as if, like ridiculous. Yeah. Now, you know, I sat three and a half hours through Blue People a, a matter of a week or two before and I was engrossed. Yeah. And Megan just lost me. The the best part about Megan, right? I'm going to give you my favorite, favorite part about it. Um, And this actually came from Avatar, um, mm. believe it or not. My favorite part about Megan was the fact that it was under two hours long. Yeah, it was um, nice and short. Because if it, it had gone past two hours, I, I, it, believe it or not, for the first time, I think, since we've been doing this podcast, I could have walked Mm. I I could have walked it, yeah. it like now people it's funny two people in my work two of my mates at work went to see it over the weekend and the first person I spoke to was a a younger girl a yeah. uh, younger woman and she uh, I said uh, oh, I went to see Megan last night and she went oh I went to see it I loved it and I went you're right, joking yeah I was like you're joking aren't you she was like no I thought it was really funny and I was like, okay, we're no longer friends. No, <laughs> it's like, fair play. And like you said, that's the kind of target. She's like early 20s. And yeah. then I spoke to another guy who's, I think, in his late 20s. And I said, uh, oh, I went to that Megan. And he goes, oh, yeah, I went absolute trash. And I was yeah. like, mate, yeah. yeah, absolute trash. So it is going to divide people. I think, I think, like you said, the younger crowd, the prime energy drink crowd are going to be yeah, all over yeah. it. Um, obviously, I did you- appreciate the two ladies who were sat next to me, who were sat in silence through the adverts, and the second the film started, they di- they weren't even whispering. They had a full blown conversation, <laughs> and then started shouting to their daughters that were like three rows in front. Yeah, like you said. Honestly, <laughs> it always happens to you. It's I know, insane. Every time. Like Every and the time. best bit is I can hear them, but they're not as loud. Every time we go at the minute, there's a crowd or a group chatting, and they're always next to you. And I I can like hear them, but it's not as off-putting. But what makes me, what gives me joy, why I won't go to the cinema attendant and complain because she's got Norbert on her shirt, for God's sake. What's she going to do um, is the fact that you're just sat there getting more and more irate as time's going on. And then when you start jittering in your chair and it's like, you're only doing it to kind of give them your attention of like, oh, he's going he's gonna to get up and say something. And you just go and you just turn to me and go, this is why I come to a cinema and start having a full, start having a full blown chat. Um, I absolutely love it. So there you have it. Uh, my my rating. Mm. I, I'm giving it zero. I uh, I'm yeah, giving it zero. Now yeah. I have nothing but uh, credit for for filmmakers. No matter if you make a turkey or not. But I'm thinking of it like we've seen some great stuff whilst doing this podcast. And and also, you know, Avatar was, was you know, in terms of filmmaking, in terms of experience, was unbelievable. The Whitney Houston biopic was, was really charming and, and, and amazingly well done and respectful. And then Megan was just, <laughs> I can't, I can't in my, in my right mind give it anything but a big fat zero. Imagine you you mentioned Chucky. 
what would happen if Chucky met Megan? Oh, mate. <laughs> Chucky would murk that little dog. <laughs> um, so there you have it, uh, Megan. Now, you, if you go and see it and you like it, tell us what you like. Join the Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook page. We want to hear your view. But we have reached a point that Cotney John has been waiting for. Um and it is the movie plot in one sentence. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. Courtney John, are you ready? Yes, mate. Everyone who's listening, get your guesses at the ready. A woman murders another woman for a pair of sparkly shoes. Okay, there we go. I'll say that one more time. A woman murders another woman for a pair of sparkly shoes. Okay, we will come back uh, to that answer at the end of the episode, but we've reached the time where we are going to give you a classic throwback. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And the throwback has been inspired by a certain actress who um, has had a little bit of a... What, what's the word? Like Resurgent. a renaissance? Is that the right Resurgence. word? Resurgence. Resurgence. Yeah, she's come um, back into that, the public eye massively. Exactly. And that amazing woman, uh, who has starred in classics, let's not forget. Yeah. Um, she starred in films such as A Cinderella Story. Legally Blonde, and she's recently really she's struck She's also gold. The, Go on. the world's very first, because they invented it for the film, she is the world's first MILF. The world's first MILF. A title yeah. that many would love. Uh, mm. And she's recently struck it big with her appearance in a TV show, The White Lotus, and that legend is uh, Jennifer Coolidge. You will know her as Stifler's mum. And our throwback to you this week is the original... American Pie. Um, now, the scary thing about American Pie is that it was released 24 years ago. Oh, God, that's hard. 24 years ago. I was 10 when American Pie came out, right? And I have to be absolutely honest. So I was 10. My brother was like 14. By the time it came out on VHS DVD, I think he was like 15, 16, I was like 12. And he bought it and he was, my brother was saying, this is the funniest film I've ever seen. Like, this is the best film ever. And I watched it, didn't understand any of it. I did not <laughs> understand any of it. That classic bit in the in the pint glass where, um, you know. Stifler's getting his drink on. <laughs> yeah, where someone does something in the pint glass I had no idea what that was. <laughs> I have to be honest, no idea. Um, but it, I think I think American Pie. Not only the music's great, just the 
whole American high school vibe. I used to love, you know, the jocks and all of that kind of yeah. jazz. I love, love that sort of stuff. Set um, off so many careers as well, didn't it? Oh, huge! I mean, you look at the you look at the the cast. I mean, Tara Reid, but oh, yeah. Tara Reid was, oh, yeah, was Jason Biggs, Sean yeah. William Scott, obviously the stiff man himself, yeah. uh, Chris Klein, Alison Hannigan. There's, there's there's so many. Shannon um, Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. I mean, oh. my oh. word! Oh. But the music, Shannon. kind of like the 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 that was it like pop rock kind of yeah. Blink One Eight Two all that kind of vibe was going. And the funny thing is, it, it like you mentioned before when we were talking about it, it spawned, like, obviously, I think there's been three direct... See, obviously, American Pie 2, then there was American Pie yeah. The Wedding, and then there was American Reunion, which were, like, the main stars back together, wasn't there? Then there was the straight-to-DVD ones, like Band Camp, The Naked Mile, and something else. Yeah. Beat a House, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. I was about to say road trip, but that was just no. They were all about like I think uh, Jim's dad, obviously played by the legend Eugene Levy, uh, used to star in them in in a very small role, and he'd be like some sort of guidance counselor in a in a camp, and it'd be about Stifler's brother. That they're not worth your time, but um, obviously, I think American Pie one, two, three, and four are all they all stand up as decent films. Not see, I I. One and two, yeah. The the wedding I can watch. The reunion, mm, I mean, I won't. Not a fan I, of the I reunion, just, nah. N- nah. Nah. Oh, see, I was a bit of a. I like the reunion. I, I think just, it was just more the nostalgic throwback because yeah. When American Pie two came out. I was at the age then. I knew what things were. You got it. <laughs> you so got like it, it was. You know, I was well in. And and the funny thing is, American Pie, I think, if you watch it now, obviously, you know, there's bits that are dated, the cell phones mm. or whatever it may be, the webcam especially. Um, but the actual essence of the story and the kind of coming of age kind of vibes from it is is still unbelievable. And it's yeah, still it's still, it's still got that feel of, you know, Greece, American graffiti, um you know, sort of 10 things I hate about you, them teen, them f- hitting your first love, your first drink, your first parties, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's hitting all them, but but it's done it's done right so that you actually care about the characters. Do you know, though, the only one I never liked was Chris Klein. Oz. Oz. He just didn't fit. I just didn't like him. I don't know. Is that because when he sang in the in the choir bit, <laughs> where he sang, I'm sure it was. A, is it how sweet it is to be loved by you? And he just goes just, solo, and he goes like, yeah, 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 punchable moment for a film yeah, character that. Yeah, uh, and then obviously he comes back for American Pie too, doesn't he? Um, but then he, he did one, didn't he? Didn't want to be he's, part of the wedding. Yeah, he's just a wet lettuce, though. He just... I just don't care about people like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we would love it. Um, obviously, if you feel like we've not spoken about a classic, a forgotten classic, we've said this to you. In 2023, Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast, we want to be bringing you fresh features. We've got loads of ideas. Uh, when we get back into the swing of things, we're going to be bringing so much more your way. Please, please, please make sure that you share this podcast with friends, family, 
people you know who like movies. If you know someone loved Megan, share this podcast with them so they can completely disagree with us. Join our Facebook group. Just get involved because we've loved growing this podcast. We're really enjoying going to see all these new releases. Uh, next week, we obviously have Damien Chazelle's Babylon, uh, which we're very excited about. Three hours is going to be is going to be summit. Um, hopefully, we don't get, have any chatters next to us because that would be oh, painful for three hours. You yeah. will have chatters, uh, guaranteed. But <laughs> let's. Uh, it's reveal- always in my good ear as well. It's <laughs> always in my right ear. They're never on the left. Never on the deaf ear. <laughs> Tell me you're 40 without telling me you're 40. My good ear. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, to be fair, I, I've been deaf in my left ear since I was about 17. I think it was you know, going to all like, yeah, it was it was going all the, uh, what you, you know, say? the illegal raves. I've been deaf in my left ear since I was nah, about 17. No, I'm only joking. I'm only saying I, that. Oh, oh, <laughs> straight into that, wasn't it? Straight in. <laughs> oh caught a live one people caught a live one yeah, um, yeah I'm uh, the one who's 40 and you're the one with the dad jokes <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with dad jokes <laughs> Okay, let's give you the answer to the movie plot in one sentence to wrap this episode up. A woman murders another woman for a pair of sparkly shoes. Okay, Cotney John, your answer is... Uh, Do you know what, right? So, originally, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, there's something like that in Death Becomes Her, and I know I've said that before, but it's obvious the Wizard of Oz, isn't it? It's actually Death Becomes Her. Is it? Is no, it it's the Wizard of Oz. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you're gonna, I know you're gonna get Death Becomes Her in one day. I'm gonna do I'll something. No I don't know. No I don't idea. know what it is yet. I don't know what it is or when it's gonna happen. But when it does, you'll know about it, bro. I'm desperate um, for Death Becomes Her to come up. <laughs> <laughs> I might just do it completely random out about about a bit that no one remembers, and then you'll just be like what? And I'll prove that it's Death Becomes Her. Uh, Well, I hope if you were taking guesses, wherever you're listening, uh, you got that one right. Uh, Like I always say, join Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group. Get involved in the chat. Let us know what you've been watching. Uh, If you throw American Pie on as a throwback, uh, let us know what you think, uh, as we'd love to hear from you. And obviously, if you want us, I keep saying this, if you want us to review a film... um, Throw it our way. Ones that may have slipped under the radar. Now, actually, before we do Try and keep it finish, in the 90s so that Adam keeps interest. Yeah, just not black <laughs> and white. Thanks. <laughs> There's a, a movie... No subtitles. Uh, ...starring Charlie Day, uh, who's obviously... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, it's called I Want You Back. It's an Amazon original rom-com. Came out early last year. I'd seen a clip of it on TikTok and found it well funny, and then someone had posted, oh, this is from this film. It's called I Want You Back. Uh, And if you're a fan of a rom-com, an easy watch, it's brilliant. It's well funny. It's it's nice. It's just, it's top, top film. So a little bit of an extra recommendation there. I Want You Back on Amazon Prime. Uh, But thank you so much for listening. Again, a happy new year. Uh, a happy 40th to my good friend, Cotney John. 
We will be back next week uh, with our review of Babylon and all the other craziness that goes with this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, um, follow us on Spotify, on everywhere else. uh, And do please leave a review wherever you listen as it does help us, uh, you know, climb the charts and keep us relevant and all that Mm. jazz. Uh, For more information on dad and parenting, please make sure you check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dad's net! For all things dad and parenting related, um, I've don't I've not done this since we did the old podcast, but I'm going to mm. leave you for the final word with the 40-year-old man himself, Mr. Cotton right. John. Well, I, d- thank you for that, because there is actually one more thing I did want to say. Uh, so, because it was my birthday, obviously, my good friend here, Adam, uh, the social media king, uh taking over tiktok at the moment uh i got so many messages from people and it was so nice just how many messages i was getting like on uh dms on facebook on uh instagram on the podcast group it was just really nice so i wanted to say a massive thank you now as I have turned 40, I've, you know, I've, I've learned a lot. It's a new year. It's time for your New Year's resolutions. So I want you all to go out there, take something up, smoking, you know, give it a go if you've never tried it. It's good. <laughs> if, uh, you know, if you've never had Jack Daniels, I recommend it by the litre. Just try it. See what happens. You'll have a good time. All right? Go out there. Try something new. You know, if there's a, if there's a big hill, take a rut, tumble down it. Enjoy yourself. Life's crap at the moment. Just get on it. <laughs> okay, please be careful while you do that. And I don't. Uh, Adam and Cotney John does not. Uh, Adam and Cotney John's Big Move podcast does not condone smoking, drinking, or falling down hills. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Take care of yourselves. In a bit. Mm-hmm.